Is this thing on? Good to be back. The Coffee and Carving Show. <laughs> Episode, Episode number 40. 40, man. 40. Four zero. I did miss this. I don't know about you, but... Well, you'll miss it again. But anyway, <laughs> how are you doing? Pretty good, man. I'm a little uh, road-worn, but I feel, uh, I feel so good to be back home, to be uh, back in the shop, back, back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, big apologies for uh, last week. You know, it's it's inevitable, but uh, we don't know how to uh, to tell you because nobody checks the uh, the YouTube feed, right? For the community post, but uh, yeah, again, last week Alec was off teaching, and we just could not make it work again. So, but that's the way she rolls. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be that a lot of these, at least the last two wood carving events I've uh, taught at, the uh, the individuals that host these events, they tend to put them in places where there isn't internet access. So places that you can actually learn something and not live on your phone all day. Well, that's it's true. a good idea. It's a good idea. Maybe maybe that is part. I mean, that could be part of it. Truly could. Um. Well, I think my secret opinion is that wood carving starts where people live in the country because there there's nothing better to do. Can't be distracted. By yeah, TikTok. You got, yeah, yeah, correct. And you just have endless hours. That's how it started for me growing up in yeah. the country. So, and that's not always the case, I guess. There's a lot of city folk carvers, I'm sure. I'd love to hear from you, city folk carvers. <laughs> <laughs> message message us and let us know if you are an urban carver urban carver it's uh you know what i was thinking the other day well I'll, I'll tell you more about it later but if you are an apartment dweller yeah what a great hobby come on you're right it's a fantastic hobby yep especially on the on the smaller scale like yeah yeah it's a uh, it's transferable anywhere but before we get too far, I want to thank our coffee heroes for the last week, uh, Roger Ivester, Justin R., and Mark Goodman. Thanks for uh, buying us a coffee. Uh, always appreciated, never expected, but uh, we really do appreciate it. Indeed. And I have something special to show. Let's see it. Are you ready? What? Oh, my goodness. He's found the golden chalice. I have. I'm drinking a the delicious golden coffee. <laughs> that mug wins out out of my 1970s family uh coffee mug tree it's the uh, holy grail so i'll tell more about, about it later but uh for those for those watching or uh, listening rather it's a it's it's uh it's, probably some version of a replica of the holy grail how would you describe this no it's but it's got the 70s oranges yeah and uh it's mm -hmm. on a little base it's right. fantastic. So we're going through my parents' house and going through all the, the old stuff. And I have a distinct memory as a child with six of these cups on this little wire, wrought iron, little uh, little coffee uh, mug tree. Mm -hmm. Can you picture it? Like six of these cups. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Just hung it back. Yep. And I still, I haven't seen that thing for 40 years at least. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. But. Yeah. 
I uh, never had anything like that. We didn't have... Uh, my mom and dad came into mug collecting later in life. They started that when I started doing art shows. Because uh, really, what are you going to do at an art show? You've got two options, right? Really. You've got overly priced paintings, wood carvings, etc., which I'm starting to fall in that category. Or you have mugs and bowls and plates. And some of those can get really expensive too. But most of them, you can just pick up a cup or a plate and you get someone's handiwork. And that's pretty awesome. So, do you know what I've said probably a dozen times in the last few months is yeah. if I were to start collecting anything, and now I, people hear me when I say I do not want to start collecting these. But <laughs> if I was to collect anything, I have seen the coolest salt and pepper shakers. Oh yeah, everywhere. Yeah, that would be the most the ultimate mm-hmm. thing to collect. There is so many varieties of salt and pepper shakers, but. <laughs> I do not want to because that I, will interfere. I with would my, never. I would make fun of you for the rest of your life. If you imagine if, I live. I live my dream life. I get my bush. I build my little cabin, and I have a whole wall of salt. And pepper Hi, shakers. I'm Doug. Come to my house and see my salt and pepper shakers. Next thing you know, I'll have nine kitty cats, and uh, yeah. you need them. You need the cats to really build. You wouldn't seem crazy. See, you you have two. You're too normal now. But if you had the cats, that would put you over the edge. Because then, because the moment you say that you collect salt and pepper shakers. People yeah. are thinking, oh, that, that's probably we- that's weird, but it's probably cool. Yeah. Then they see your cats, and then they go, oh, yeah. I don't know about this guy. And then they see the bird nest in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's old hair. Doug, though. That's the yeah, long hair, Doug. That's right. Yeah. I kind of every once in a while, I kind of miss it. You know, I, I see you and your nicely shaped head, and I think, you know what? Put that long hair back on there and that beard. Just grow. Yeah. But it's growing back in spades, man. You have the I- ability to grow a beard. I wish I could do a quick quick change. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, back turn, and forth. Turn back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Beard no beard, beard yeah. no beard. It'd be a fun accessory. Mm-hmm. I'll have to uh but anyway, I'll let, you can't. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. So It's true, you can't. No sense talking about it. Like you live in your dreams like when I was growing up, my parents would tell me the sky is the limit. But uh they weren't very supportive because they didn't they didn't uh, encourage my dream of uh, being an astronaut. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's my favorite that's one in months. That's a great really? joke. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I'm glad you say that because uh, I wasn't sure about that one. But, uh, you know, when one door closes, another opens is what my father used to say. But he wasn't a very good cabinet maker. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, two for two alec actually laughed and didn't have to think about it yeah that that was good too i like that one yeah Uh, see i'm back at it i'm not all worn out and not all worn out yeah well what did what did one blade of grass say to the other blade of grass after there was no rain for a couple weeks Mm. i guess we'll have to make do oh my gosh i had zero out of zero stars all right i hate that joke with a passion I have so strong anyway, hatred for that joke. What are you joke. drinking? Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't okay. In. Kind of. You're chewing ice. Oh, there's ice. Yeah, I made iced coffee. I'm sure this is not a great audio thing, but I'm chewing on the ice. I have a habit. If anyone has any tips on how to break that habit. But it's, um, I got, yeah. I'm new to the ice game coffee, or ice coffee game, but uh, I love it now. Yeah. Yeah, I was very late to the party. I never had iced coffee till a couple of years ago. 
No, no, it's it's good. So the difference is between my normal coffees and this coffee is this time we got well, we had a wedding shower, number one. And mm. so part of the wedding shower, Annalise jokes and says the only reason we're having a wedding is because I wanted a coffee maker. And because mm. otherwise we would have eloped, right? Is the joke. Um which there might be some truth to it, I'm not sure. Uh but anyway, yeah. So we, I got this espresso machine that I wanted, and it's oh, not not Annalise, an actual coffee maker. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that will burn. She's gonna hear that. She's not yeah. gonna like that. Yeah, she won't like that. Mm-mm, no, she doesn't even. No, no, no. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but that being said uh it's in it's in i i fired it up yesterday for the first time or maybe it was the day before and yeah it makes good coffee and so this is espresso with a little milk and ice so trying to hold in the joke about having getting the dishwasher thrown in for free but i wish um she can't wash dishes well she can but i don't i don't uh (laughs) oh this is bad yeah well let me put it this way my uh, my dishwasher is broken, so I think I will be the dishwasher for a little while until it gets fixed. Hopefully before our marriage starts, because I can't imagine that going over well. Although the Garcias, they don't really use um, dishwashers. They have dishwa they have a dishwasher, but they don't really use it very often. So, no. My parents have never had a dishwasher. Really? Yep. yep. No, but in in all honesty, Annalise is. She's definitely cleaner than me, so I'm. Uh, I was taking my uh, future brother-in-law through my house today, and I told him that uh, this house does need a woman, and it. it needs the, the touch of a woman for sure, because it's a little spidery and a little, a little bit like poorly decorated from me. It's already gotten better though since she's been working in there. So, well, that being said, well, that being said, you, what have what you been you up know? to? What do you? Been up to? What have you been up to? Well, would it, tell me everything. Uh, I'll tell you everything. Well, not much, really. Oh, except whoa! For, except for a lot. Wait, look at that carving behind you. You painted it. You didn't see that? Holy smokes! Well, I can, I can, I can grab it. Here's a sec. So, out of the corner of my eye, right as Doug started talking, my ADHD kicked in and saw this really nice carving that he did, and so, I saw it before it was painted. But yeah, let's see it now. I. Uh... I learned wow, some things. That's awesome. It's kind of fun, eh? That is so cool. Holy moly. I, I learned some lessons that well, my microphone's over here. Uh I I still like that's it unpainted. Really cool. But I like it painted too. I I felt that I had to paint this. Now let me tell you why, because it's very subtle and you can't see it. Mm-hmm. But for those watching, sorry about the audio, but uh, the bottom of the beard is is blue, like water. And it's wow. hard to see. It's very yeah, can, gray on top. A little bit of it. There's there's blue in the bottom. If you see it in person, you can see it. But uh, I don't know what it means. But it was a fun carve. But I liked it unpainted too. So that's why I was debating it to paint it or not. But I had to paint it. I just wow. felt I had to. But well, it so worked out. I, that one really t- took to the paint well. Like, in yeah. other words, you did a nice job painting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah. gonna paint the lighthouse part of it, but uh, I don't even know what it's supposed to be. But it's yeah. just something different that uh, I had in my brain. But that aside, I did make a little tutorial of these little tiny 
tiny uh, or did i did i show this last time I oh know. yeah or i had the full size the bigger ones. ones these are yeah, cute so I, I made tiny little flat plane uh comfort birds and made a little uh a video on a tutorial on that oh over on on the youtubes oh very cute but, uh, otherwise in your absence uh oh i know i well i moved my my father as many of you know my mother passed away two weeks ago mm-hmm. now but uh, we've moved my father into a uh, retirement home which is fantastic what a great place i actually asked the lady on the way out at the desk I said, how old do i have to be to move in here <laughs> it's fantastic it's just a, yeah. it feels like a cruise ship yeah the games all day long and mm. movies and little services and events happening and three mm. meals in the dining hall that it, the chef made wow fantastic i love it but i got him moved but so then we just started going through the house and the shop and stuff and it's all up to us to uh you know he took what he wanted and could care less about anything else right and uh so we're going through hence the mug i told my wife i said i don't want that mug i just it's just like a time capsule though like every every like mother was a pack rat and so everything from I'll probably end up finding my baby tea somewhere, honestly. Like, <laughs> like anybody who lived in the depression time or whatever, like every every milk bag was saved and bread. Like it's just it's just amazing the things that are just every nook and cranny. Did you say the- milk bag? Oh, you American! Yes, Yo. milk comes in bags in Canada. What? And they they double as great freezer bags when the milk is out. What? So you take your little zip it tool. I'm I'm talking straight to Canadians now. They used to have a little zip it tool that you, you hook on the uh, milk bag holder, and it would just be a little razor blade thing. And you slice the tip off the corner and you pour your milk. But then you take the zip tool and you cut the top off, rinse it out, and they're a super strong freezer bag. If you don't know. <laughs> What? You put milk in... Are you trying to emulate the udder when you're doing that? Is that what it is? No, I don't know what it is. Do you put teats on the bag? What is going on? (laughs) Nope, but no, that would be weird. You could. You were going to say you could, but people did. You did. No, I didn't. You didn't. No. But the... uh, Anyway, like I was saying, so everywhere we look, it's like a little time capsule. And we're just having a hoot finding all this stuff. I've got to find... I'm still stuck on the bag, but... I'm three liters in a bag. You buy three, three, three bags in a in a bag. So a bag consists of what three, one liter bags. Oh no, this is a nut milk bag. What the heck? Yeah. What? This is what? This is Canada. Look, Americans. Yep. So we're missing out. Bag, They've been bag, holding back from us. In that bag is three separate one liter bags of milk. We could have been putting our milk in bags this whole time. Yep. Yeah, we don't need we don't need no curtains. Yeah. Man, what have we been up to? Look at that. Milk bags, huh? Yep. Wow. Yep. Well that's pretty nice. And otherwise, where was I I did a well I you can't really see either. I did a major re I redid my whole carving room. Hmm. It looks really nice. I see the la- the. You're making me want to turn my lights on back here because it looks so much better. And you're back. It looks like I'm in a hospital right now compared to yours. I redid my carpet and moved things all around. And I also went and I cleaned out my whole workshop. Wow! Took loads of stuff to the dump. It's been fantastic. We need a little warmth over here. 
still looks like a yeah. hospital. I love the I love the the way you had everything arranged in there. It looks it looks really nice. Yeah, well, I don't know why I did it bef- like didn't do it before, but my paint station. Yeah. Now it was right here. Mm. Before it was turned the other way, and I was like, well, now I can just go three three different ways again. And I can even carve on the on this in the chair straight behind me. Yep. And if you well could do a backflip, if you could do like a no, I get, yeah, if you could do a backflip, that would end you up in the painting room. Oh boy! And I made another carving station downstairs where I actually carved that last carving because uh, it's cool down there, and uh, it was nice cleanup on the cement floor. It's a sweep, sweep, sweep. Nice. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, no, actually, I thought about the backflip theory more, and that actually is, that doesn't make any sense because if you did a backflip, you'd end up uh, where you started. I haven't listened to you anymore. But anyway. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be at this point. I have one more story to tell, and then it's all on you. But uh, Oh, boy. I got out the chainsaw the other day, and I had some branches to trim off. And I don't know. No, you've never been to my house. You, We didn't meet here. But anyway, I have trees galore and i started trimming branches off trees and then i got super carried away once my neighbor came over and told me i could dump all the brush on his property <laughs> instead of taking it away i said okay then i just went crazy so i guess it was a, a week ago saturday so almost a week and a half uh i had six monster heaping trailer loads of brush that i removed and i mean i was climbing trees one-handed chainsaw carving like knocking branches off and holding on a tree like a monkey and mm-hmm. extension ladders and i just went crazy got rid of all the uh the dead dead branches and the branches that were in the, touching my house or in the way of cutting the grass and just went crazy i have a story and, uh, about w- w- when you're done about ladders and my and and scary positions in a second yeah. Yeah. and so i did all that and injury free all day long wow came back that's good a, right well, my wife said she was too scared to look out the window at me because I was such a moron. Oh, around the oh I fully believe it. I fully yep. believe it. Oh, so the, you seem like the type to be up there just like monkeying around yeah. from branch to branch. But then after all that, I did a little bit of carving. And I did probably about midnight. I did a quick little cleanup. Mm-hmm. And I have a dumpster at my other uh, my other work that I'd be at at 6 o'clock in the morning. And so I thought, I'm just going to carry this garbage bag yeah. out and put it in my trailer mm-hmm. for the morning. And it was it was the darkest of nights. It was the black. Anyway, it was super dark. Yeah. And I walked out my anyway. And uh, after that whole day of craziness working, I walked into my recycling bin, <laughs> which is a, a for those who don't know what we have, it's like a bin on wheels. It's about mm-hmm. four feet tall. And somehow okay. I walked straight into it. Didn't even see it. And I caught the handle under my ribs as I fell over it. And I hurt myself more than I've hurt myself in months and months. Wow. My ribs are either they're cracked or they're just so bruised. It's been a week and a half and they hurt. Just That's as not much. good. You They hurt just as much today as they did when I did it. I was sitting in my layaway at midnight going, oh. <laughs> you probably crazy. did. You probably did break a rib. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I did or not, but they're super bruised and uh, apparently they take a long time to heal and there's nothing you can do for it other than just get through it. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's my whole story of just crazy, crazy working all day and then yeah. hurt myself taking out the trash. <laughs> so, 
That's my stories. Uh, well, my story about the ladder, really quick, before I tell you what I've been up to lately, is uh, my neighbor was trying to do something very much like is in Doug's uh, background there, the uh, string lights in his backyard. And he uh, he said, uh, Alec, I need you to hold this ladder for me while I uh, get up here on this tree and fix this light and get it to, to attach. It's not attached right. So I said, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. Where are you going to lead it up against? He said, oh, this branch is coming off of this tree. I'm going to have the ladder leading up up against this branch. And the branch was about yay big. So what? Well, probably smaller, maybe like a quarter of an inch thick. And I said, no, not, no. Not, not that branch. And he said, yeah, but you're going to hold it. And so I said, no, 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 no. Do you know what a quarter inch is? Uh... A quarter inch, maybe maybe it was a half inch. It was about, okay. it was probably about that much, right? Okay, it might have been, but 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 so small that you would laugh. So okay. don't, I'm not even underestimating the size. Okay. It's a, okay. a, incredible, incredibly small mm. amount of branch. And I said, no, 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 we're not doing that. No, we're not. And so he's like, well, I'm gonna go up either way. So you're gonna support it, and I'm gonna fall. A bunch of friends are out there. This girl, a friend of ours, runs up and says, I'll hold it, I'll hold it. No one's going to hold it. He's going to fall. He's starting to climb up. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be involved. This girl is trying to hold this ladder. And when I talk about a ladder, I mean like this, right? Like a wooden ladder where you're holding it from the bottom. Not a wooden ladder, but an aluminum ladder where it's just a straight thing. So, so she's holding it down here. He's climbing the ladder. And she, she's the only reason that he's staying up. This... Have you? What? That seems like. That seems he like the weird. He didn't fall. He said he's done it before. Yep. There you go. So I have. A, okay. Since we're talking about ladder stories, I'll give you one more quick one. When I was nineteen, I bought a a townhouse. Yeah. And I was going to uh, reside the front. In the front, it was just a, just a simple townhouse. There was a I think there was a group of six of them, and I was there, and I, we had the sidewalk straight out from the front door. Yeah. And I had to do above the front door of the siding, and I had the ladder on too much of an angle, but I had a little uh, little canopy over the front door, so I couldn't get it tighter on the bottom. Oh. So as you know, what would happen with an extreme lean on a on a smooth cement surface on the bottom? Yeah, I got up to the top of it. Oh, it slid out. Oh. but of course the front door was three steps up. So when I came down, the ladder hit the top step. So my legs went between two rungs and stopped, like oh. six inches between my legs to my crotch. Oh, I, I was almost. Uh, I wouldn't Castrated. have a child childbearing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. If I if the steps had been higher, that would have saved money on procedures. Though, if you're trying to stop having kids, there you go. So, okay, sorry. Oh no, what no. Been up to? Well, I've been traveling a lot. I've been so I was gone. I was in Buffalo, of course. We talked about that. I think yeah. And then and then from there, I had some a little bit of time off. But then I went to uh, well, I was working, of course. I was making videos for the school with uh, young Samuel. Sam is now my uh, video guy, and so this this young man whose dad owns a recording studio and co-owns a beautiful music venue, right? So he's been uh, he's been learning the ways of, uh, of filming wood carving. He's been pretty familiar with wood carving. Uh, sorry, with filming though. He's been holding his dad's camera for a while, so it's good to have him helping because he's actually much better at holding the camera than I am while I'm carving. And actually, probably better at holding the camera than I am when I'm only holding a camera. So, excuse me, talented kid. But so yeah, that's been going really well. He comes over, and I, 
I make video. I, I make the uh, instructional content, and he edits it. And so he's in Guatemala, if I'm not mistaken, right now. Really? Um, I guess he's doing some sort of uh, missions trip. Uh, that's pretty cool for a 15 year old to go on a missions trip to Guatemala by himself without any yeah, family. Yeah, it is. So well, now on that note, ask me. Ask me after you're done talking about my lunch today. But go ahead. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm guessing it was like a cheeseburger or something, like nachos. Oh, no, you keep going. I'll tell you after. <laughs> something Guatemalan. Um, long story short, um, we we were working a bit, and then I ended up going to a class. It's it called the International Carver. I think it's called International Carver's Congress, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, International Wood Carving Congress. It's a big event. It used to be the biggest, I think. Uh, they used to have wood carving illustrated there. They used to have all the big people there, the big wood carving people, and some smaller wood carving people as well, um, medium sized ones. There's a lot of different types of people out there in Iowa, but um, <laughs> mostly, you know, mid sized ones. And uh, yeah, and big, a lot of bigger ones as well. But it was a fantastic event, man. There were a lot of really nice people there. Uh, you know, the class was, uh, the students actually did good. I, I enjoyed it because we had three new students uh, who were young. They were under the age of 30. One of them was Sam. Another one was Brian, uh, who we had in the podcast. Brian came out. And then another young guy by the name of John, who found out about the class through uh, the internet. But he found out about me through you because he's a huge uh, you fan. Not you, the nice. TV series, but Doug Linker. Yeah. Nice. He's a big Doug Lincoln fan, and he's such a huge fan of you that he uh, messaged me about the class, and I didn't see his message. But then when we met up in person, he had said that, you know, I messaged you because I found out about you from your podcast from Doug. But Doug is like, you know, somebody that he would talk about, and we were talking about how good you were. And a lot of this stuff, I was trying to constantly change the subject, you know, enough of this Doug thing. And they kept bringing it back around. I would say, well, what about, you know, the weather? The weather's nice out here. And they were like, yeah, but have you seen the way he paints his carvings? They're just so good. So I'm wondering where my cut is for him taking your class. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I, uh, <laughs> I that's not going to happen. But there's a, uh, there's a lot of nice people out there who listen to the podcast at this event. And so they came up and they said, hey, we, we support your event. We buy you coffee. And a lot of people, it seemed like most of the people that we run into there uh, that talked to me said, oh, yeah, and tell Doug I said hi. Yeah, they wouldn't even say I listened to the podcast. They would just say, hey, tell Doug I say hi. And then I would say, oh, yeah, I will. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It made me feel really good at least. I know uh, I'm not used – you're probably used to it, but I'm not used to it. People – knowing who you are I'm, uh, and kind of knowing that I'm with you. It's kind of new that I'm no, I will like, say that it's so strange. It's very, yeah. I'll never get used to it. It's just strange. Yeah. yeah. Cause if they really knew me, it's just a quiet small town guy. It's yeah. so strange. Well, yeah. if they really knew you, they'd probably bury themselves in a pit somewhere and just stay under there with some saltine crackers for months. Well, that, uh, I guess, <laughs> I don't understand you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They, uh, Doug is one of my good buddies, guys. Some people think some that. people don't stop, know. St stop. I told I, I talked to Doug on the phone and I told him that he was my buddy. And then uh, I called him a few days later and I because I, I hadn't oh, talked no. to him in a while and he's like, "Is everything okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I wanted to apologize. Uh, I think I got soft on you and I didn't mean you to." Did. 
It was really strange. I won't, and I won't ever do it again. I won't do it yeah. again. I won't do it yeah. again. I did it nope. again, so I apologize again. <laughs> so back to my story. Uh, it went pretty well. There were some problems. I think the event was short-staffed, so there was a lot of uh, problems with that, but they think they're going to fix that next year. So if you had any problems, you took classes there, they're going to fix it next year. So be, keep that in mind. I'm hoping they will. Uh, if you weren't there and you had – if you weren't there – now you know that there was problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, just people were the price, people were having different issues with certain things like but they uh they did the best they could with it and they uh and so I think some of the websites that they they were overwhelmed it's this huge event and there were only like four there were only four people involved in running the event. Mm -hmm. uh, I think four or five. And it used to be like this huge thing where all these people yeah. would So that was really uh that was overall it was a good thing and then uh, i did floyd fest in up north in osceola michigan and that was pretty cool people showed up and i was uh really tired i didn't know i was going to be doing the class because they couldn't they didn't fill my class until the day before so there were five people and then all of a sudden they got 10 people in the class over one night so i assumed i wasn't going because i have a class minimum and uh and then he said well no we got 10 and so I was at my fiance's house. I was uh, at, at her sister-in-law's house celebrating a birthday party on Sunday night. And the next day was the event early in the morning. So I was like, Annalise, I know you drove me here from, from church, but I have you have to drop me off after this stuff is done. And then I'm going to run to Walmart, buy a tent and a cot <laughs> and a bunch of ramen. And then she was like, You're, why? And I said, well, I'm going to go to this wood carving thing. And she said... Oh yeah, okay, that's fine. And then so I packed up, and I had just gotten from out of town, so I was home for a day, and then I had to leave again for another week. So I went over there, and there were there were nine people. In fact, they they managed to get a lot of people in there at the very last minute. So apparently, woodcarvers are kind of last minute in nature. I don't know, but <laughs> but they did a good job. The students did a great job, actually. A few of them were actually. I need to show off. One of these ladies did. You should show off because I every time that uh, you talk to me or I see your students work and stuff, I'm always like, I can't believe these. Some of these guys are first time carvers too. Yep. And uh, they do amazing work in their class. Yeah. Well, like it, I, it's so worthwhile to take a class, and I say that from absolutely no experience. Yeah. This well, a lot from. of. Well, a lot of us take classes from watching people online like you, right? Like so many people have taken your classes online and really that's just watching your YouTube videos because they're so informative and and that's kind of what we're doing in these classes. I still don't think you can beat in person. Yeah. It, yeah. They're different the pros and cons. And, and pointing things out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are pros and cons, but really quick, I, I pranked my students. I wanted to show you that. So I talked to this guy. I, at the end of all my classes, we do a class review, and so, uh, or like we call it a critique, even though really it's mostly compliments. Uh, but we do have some critique. And uh, I told uh, Lenny, one of the guys in my class, that when he brought his carving up, uh, he I'm going to throw it on the ground and step on it and say, you call this a carving? And so I gave him a dummy piece of wood, like a blank piece of bark. And uh, so then the critique started, and, and I actually got it on film. So the guy who was holding the camera thought he was just filming the critique. But really, I, was ha I don't really care about filming the critique as much as... Uh I got most of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he threw his carving on I the ground. I got him pretty good. Yeah. So if you can't, it's such a small picture, but I threw his carving right on the ground and I freaked people out. I freaked myself out. I, I was shaking afterwards. I felt like one of those <laughs> old German wood carving instructors. Because, uh, yeah, I looked on their faces and they were like, you know, they were very concerned. But this is an amazing carving. This is the whole point of me pulling this phone out. Uh, this this is just to zoom up, zoom in on the face. But look how good she did on that face. Oh my goodness, it's oh amazing, my, folks. Uh, Story audio, but this is amazing. Yeah. Look at oh the my, eyes. Oh my gosh. You want to know how she got those eyes? This is what she said. At least she she said that um, she misunderstood a step where I was carving. You know how I carved the pupils out as well as the irises, like the colored part. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she carved the the white of the eye out instead. And look at that effect. Oh, okay. That's what I'm doing from now on. At least I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it once. Slash, this is my permanent. <laughs> it's so either once. I, or, here's what I, something I learned on my last carving too was that uh, yeah. if you're going to paint them, don't carve anything. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you tried uh, both? <laughs> I carved this eye and then tried to paint it. Oh. It, it didn't work, but mm -hmm. from a distance, it looks good. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Well, it looks fine to me. It looks good to me. But, And we had all different types of things. This lady tried to do a version of Jesus, which was pretty cool. Uh, kind of like a more historically accurate, like Jewish Jesus, which is pretty sweet. Um, this guy... I thought he had a cool composition on his piece. He has like, see how it's all broken up? He, like the bottom, he has kind of like the hair separated out and mm. kind of flows around. That's cool. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in that class. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Yeah, no, they must good. they must go home awful tickled with themselves. They were really they were really proud of themselves. I think for the most yep, part, it should be. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. And it was a good atmosphere because I was really tired and didn't know I was going, so I was crabby at the beginning. And uh, I think everybody was, uh, you know, they. I, I I as I got some sleep in that I stayed I stayed in a tent, so I got a little bit of sleep the first night, and I woke up in a better mood. And and uh, I think by then everyone was charged up and ready to to carve and so we had a good class but they were staying late you know i would go over there into the building after uh after i'd get bored sitting in my tent or sitting in my car for a few hours after class and i would go back in there and they'd the couple people be in there just furiously like i want to get this thing you done you camped on the on the grounds of the yeah okay yeah so the way it works they they have the event which is like eight that we get there at eight that it goes from eight thirty to uh to, to five and then they have a uh uh, break and then at seven they open up again and people can free carve in there and yeah they were going hard. someday someday i want to try something like that yeah yeah yep so anywho that i did that and it was uh i guess maybe the tent thing you know if you're if you're a good sleeper i'm not a good sleeper uh the tent thing is the way to go because you have the air flowing over your head you know you feel everything the elements you feel the rain you feel the wind you hear everything you're one with the dogs barking and everything it's it's nice if you sleep well but if you're like me you too one with everything and you're just kind of like you feel like the tent flapping around in the wind and you can't fall asleep so uh -huh. but 
anyway, that being said, I had a terrible time with my tent. I had a horrible time. <laughs> um, it was the worst. Tent- tenting and carving for me, I can't do. I can, because I can spend three days in a tent and feel sick as long as I'm swimming around and just chatting with my friends. But when you're really trying to be focused and I'm going to get these guys where they need to be and they're going to, they're going to kill this class. I'm going to yeah, teach it's them all another, stuff know. it's another element that take, yeah, takes away from yeah. uh, your task at hand. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be on five hours of sleep no. at that point. So that's my story. That's what I've been up to. Um, for the oh, most wedding part. shower, you had a wedding shower. Oh, your you're first, right. Is this is your first wedding event? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's work stuff, but yeah, personal, personal life. Uh, I did, uh, I had a sh- uh, there was a shower, a wedding shower that was held for my fiance and I, whereby uh, it's an odd tradition. I was very nervous and I was not excited about the idea of having to open presents in front of people mm-hmm. because, you know, because A, you really appreciate the presents because they're too nice, but you kind of feel bad because you're getting all this stuff from people that you haven't seen very much. Maybe you've seen them once or twice in your entire life. And so... Yeah, it felt a little weird, you know, like trying to relearn people's names and then they gave you $100 and you're just like supposed to react in front of everyone, you know? They're like, okay, uh, 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 say Billy gave you this. And you're like, who's Billy? And they're like, it's your second cousin. He's right in front of you. I'm like, Billy, how could I forget? This is amazing. And so you just do that about 50 times and then, then it's over. So it was fun though. You can't have a bad time when people are giving you stuff. So it was awesome. Yeah, so I don't think I've ever been part of a shower. It's it's a newer thing when they have a man and a woman at the shower. I didn't know that until I was in the chair about ready to open presents. Uh, she said, "You no, I think she said it before once, like the morning of." She said, "People don't like guys don't always go to the shower." Yeah, and I, you know, I, after I'd already tried to figure out what I was going to wear and stuff, and I was like, "I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm going," and I told everyone yeah. I'm going, so. But it was awesome. No, it was. We had we had cookies and cupcakes and stuff and Greek food, which spanikopita, spanikopita is spinach pie. So that's. Have you had spanikopita before? No, I don't like spinach. <gasps> you don't like spinach. Here's a here's a pet peeve of mine. We had a pizza party. I, I think we talked about it last podcast for Father's Day with my father, mm-hmm. and my daughter brought her wood fired uh, pizza oven. Mm. And uh, I was being the martyr and I wanted to be last. So there's like 12 people had to make their pizzas first. So when the, especially the other, not everybody could eat their whole pizza. So I was just walking around eating a slice off everybody's pizza while I was mm-hmm. waiting. Right. Mm-hmm. And people put spinach on a pizza. That's blasphemy. What kind of greenery on a, on a pizza, like leaves of spinach. I'm like, this is not, this That's is not even Christian. That's that's yeah. That's yeah, that's awful. That's, yeah, that should be so, against somebody's religion. I don't, uh, I don't care for spinach too much. All these vegetables that I don't care for, like spinach and Brussels sprouts, and all, these are things that I ate my whole my whole life at home. No, yeah, and I, I think I'm just rebelling against them all. It's probably the reason <laughs> that you're still alive right now. Probably, probably yeah. is. Yep. But it's kind of yeah. like our parents. You know, you don't fully appreciate them until you realize that they're the reason that you're here. And then you, then you realize they had to put up with you. I was telling is... people the other day, we have two <laughs> large freezers jam packed 
still at, at my parents' house, like the two chest freezers, like six foot freezers, they're just full to the rim. In fact, one of them has a brick on it to keep the lid sealed from oh, wow. all the uh, the stuff from the garden. Still, like they're in their wow. mid mid late eighties, and they're still growing this hmm. half acre garden and and freezing, and blanching, and freezing everything. So. That's really that's honestly that's that's so neat. I think that would be a fun retirement project to just sort of unwind is have a nice little nothing too crazy but maybe like maybe a 12 by 18 foot garden that you can just fence off and put lots of like tomatoes in or I don't know kale, lettuce, potatoes. I even like growing potatoes. Potatoes are good. Every week my wife goes north to her parents for a vacation and all the family gathers at their house mm-hmm. in the last couple of years i haven't gone and uh that's of course when everything is ripe else oh. yeah <laughs> watch hundreds of tomatoes drop to the ground and rot because nobody right. was there to and so it's uh it's time consuming hmm. to do something with them and old dougie doesn't have time to uh, be making <laughs> making t- things with tomatoes but anyway yeah. Uh, I was I was gonna say before we enter our topic of the day or whatever, but uh, lunch today I had lunch with a fellow straight from Nepal. Wow! And it was hilarious talking to this guy because first time out of Nepal. Oh wow! And if you know Nepal at all, it's just mountains and mountain roads, and it's like those scary worst roads ever kind of shows. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just like two tracks on the side of a mountain, looking down hundreds of drop him in uh, Ontario cornfields he couldn't believe driving from Toronto here like the earth is so flat <laughs> he has no he says amazing and the speed that you can go on the road because the roads are just horrible bumpy mountain roads and this guy was just flying across the Ontario yeah. 100 miles an hour <laughs> straight anyway that's all I you just said miles an hour what are you, some kind of an American? Right, right. I revert back. I didn't. I wasn't always raised metric, eh? Really? Yeah. I don't know when the switch was, but uh, everything I do really is like I. I always talk feet and inches. I don't talk metric ever. Really? Uh, other than now, I. I'm. I. Uh, kilometers. I. I talk a lot of kilometers now. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't touch metric oh, with wow. my day to day. In fact, you can't even buy material. Like lumber and everything is still imperial. Still imperial. Yeah, so I didn't remember that it was called Imperial. I just thought it was American Standard or uh, ASV, American Standard Version. Oh, that's a Bible. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, leading into our, our discussion is, and we're maybe catching some people off guard, but episode number 40 is the end of our season of podcasting. Forever. For not ever. <clears throat> But we are uh, taking the summer off. We talked about this a while ago and evaluating our schedules going forward for the summer. And it's just going to be too hit and miss. Mm-hmm. And uh, very few weeks that uh, either one of us is available. And it's just, and someone's getting married and taken off too. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, I bet you have. Yeah, I've been hearing so, a lot about it lately. So we just thought we would recap our first 40 episodes and things that we like, things we want to change. And going forward, when we come back brand new and fresh again, 
Uh, what do you see? What do you think? Let's start about. Let's start from the beginning. Our first podcast. Yeah. Well, let's think about what Ryan said for what Ryan said. Yeah, what, I love what Ryan said. Yeah, because they're they're a little tough. They're a little tough to listen to. Yeah. yeah. Well, it made me feel pretty good that he, you know, uh, was talking about how, you know, how much we've grown. Right. He was saying yeah. that we started out, you know, sort of. Well, yeah, so I've just been, you know, sweeping up around the house and then it, it turned into No, no, know. no, it was uh it was uh, <laughs> I I heat my my house with with wood. It's a dry heat. He says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that monotone, mm. but that's how he was saying it. It was fantastic. Yeah. It, it was. And backing well, up I, How about him for a guest? Oh my gosh. What a great so guest. He was so good. Yeah, I was. I was just. Uh, I felt just smitten by him sitting next to him. I. I. I rewatched it and I was like, "Am I nervous? Am I nervous? I think I was." He was so. Really? He was so uh, quippy and fun and awesome that uh, yeah. he. Yeah. He was a classy guy. He did a great job. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, but uh, and he's a fan. I mean, the more I saw his work uh that weekend because you know you know everyone's work from a few posts but the more you see his work you see wow he is really really skilled too yeah very talented yeah talented so um yeah but that that was true you know at the time we weren't very good at this and we both had experience in you know making tutorials and stuff along those lines but this is totally a different format this is not something that we're used to so but I like it. I like it. I'm sold on the idea. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh, I don't foresee us quitting unless someone quits posting stuff. But otherwise, yeah. uh, you know, this is the. We're gonna keep going. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna keep this this train rolling. And what, what are I, some? What, oh, sorry. But go I, ahead. What are no. some highlights? <laughs> highlights for you. Well, the highlight, like I really enjoyed having the guests that we had. Yeah. Like I, I like to see more, let's say the highlights, but even going forward, things that I would like to see mm-hmm. would be, I think I like the idea of having more guests, but I also like the idea of uh, variety. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked a little bit about this, about craft in general, mm-hmm. not necessarily solely wood carving. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot more really cool people on the show uh, this coming season. We're going to do uh interviews with some hopefully some people outside of just the world of carving right some yeah. people craft and, craft in general yeah yeah craft you can call it craft you could call it art uh if you want to go there you can <laughs> yeah arts but i yeah i'd like to see that yeah uh, how about the name coffee and carving we've been back and forth in this a while yeah i think where we sit right now is doug likes he he every once in a while he comes up with an idea and then I think I like coffee and carving best so far of the ones that you've told me. But if somebody out there has a better name for it or you have a better name for it, I would love to hear it. I haven't heard a better name yet. Than well, original. yes, I am open to that as well, because uh, the reason being is we're pigeonholing our audience that with coffee and carving whereas i talk to people all the time that listen to our podcast that will never carve a thing yeah 
the carving is not a draw. Like I don't right. know if it has to be like what was your what was your first podcast called? The uh the Alec look at, look, look at me. Yeah, I'm look sorry. at me. I'm Alec Lacasse. <laughs> it was called the Alec Lacasse I can't say it show. Alec Lacasse show, yeah. Yeah. So that was uh for instance, that said nothing. Yeah. Except for who you are. Which gives you a little freedom because then you can just you know, I could just interview my buddy who's a psychologist and then, or a psychoanalyst or, a, or like then I could interview somebody who studies trees or whatever yeah. I wanted really. You know, somebody yeah. who was a mountaineer or, you know, whatever, studies abnormal psych, stuff like that, which was fun. Yep. Yeah, and I like the idea like carve and craft or it's just something a little bit different. But uh, anyway, yeah. we've got uh, we got time to play with that. Yeah. What... Uh, what did, what would you like to see? Uh, like I said, I think we'll we'll have a lot more interviews. We'll have a lot more uh, conversations with people who are really good at stuff that we can say. How did you get so good at that stuff? <laughs> and then they'll say, "Well, it wasn't easy." And then we'll say, "Dang it! Why? Why is everything that has to be hard?" Yeah, man. Um, one of the things. One of my favorite takeaways was remember that one show that we did that was really good quality <laughs> oh we did two of them i think didn't did we, we do two i think so for some reason we squeaked yeah. two in and then we had nothing but crashes computer systems from then on going forward and research shows that uh over the summer i have to buy a compatible uh laptop yeah to uh, be able to to do that again but i love that show the audio sounded great. We had mm -hmm. sound effects, and that's what I want every show to be like in the fall. We're going to come back at you with really good quality because some of the podcasts that I've listened to in the past that we've done, I kind of sound oh. like I'm exploding, like oh, capping out. Yeah, horrible, Embar embarrassing almost. Yeah. Well, I would say yep. I wasn't. Well, I wasn't going to say embarrassing, but that's fine if you want to go. I'm going to say embarrassing. I was always embarrassed. Like, why did he fix? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, because I don't know how really. So we're going to figure that out. We're going to we're either going to hire somebody, we're going to get better equipment, we're going to give up and start up. We're not going to give up, but no, we do want we want to up the quality for sure. Yeah, we will. We will. We will. Right. Uh, I'm certainly not a sound engineer, so if you're looking for a sound engineer to hire, look elsewhere. No. And you are the brains of the technology department too, by the way. So with that admission, we're in tough wow. shape. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think anyone's better than me. Truly, I don't. I don't even. I think people assume because I'm young. Like, I there was a lady in my class who was like, "I'm interested in taking your your online carving school courses." And I said, "Oh, great, okay." She's like, "Okay, do you mind meeting me later to help me with it?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I could do that." So we were camping. So I left my tent. I went over to help her, and she was like, "Okay, well, I've got my iPad now. What do I do? Do I click on one of these?" And I was like, "Do you click on one of these?" She was like, which one do I click on? And I was like, you click on the, the uh, well, how do you get to your browser? I was just testing her. That was probably yeah. mean of me. And she said, uh, she said, oh, I don't really know. I don't really know how to get to my, what's a, I don't even know what a browser is. And I said, oh, okay, all right. So here's the thing. You're going to want to hit this. This is how you get to the internet. And yeah. once you're there, then you're going to punch this in. And then, so I just did, did the whole thing for her. And then I was slightly concerned that maybe she wouldn't. Uh, luckily we made it, you know, the website's pretty, it's pretty, it's very easy to use, but 
yeah, it's it was a little nervous for her, but she yeah. Pe- yeah, so I'm not I'm not one to uh internet because people ask me about like for instance, I'm talking with a guy about making an app for the school right now so that mm-hmm. it's easier to log in and log out. And the guy was asking me questions like, "Well, what does your uh Stacy Oshielmo look like or what's your mama's mamatron or something?" And I was like, "I don't know what a mamatron is." No, <laughs> He's like, either. "Well, it's the back end of your the back end of your website. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know how to get to that. He was like, well, how do you edit it? I was like, oh, yep, I got that. I got that. So I, I sent him just some screenshots of, like, you know, how I use it. And he was like, that's that's good enough. I think I got an idea. <laughs> Leave me alone now. I got an idea that not to ask any more questions. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So. So, yeah, I would like to see more of that, more interviews. But, yeah, I think you're right. Better quality of audio will be coming at you guys. We'll have some, uh, we'll have some really good guests. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be get, well, I think we'll be a little bit refreshed, too, more, uh, more ideas, things to talk about. So feel free to send <laughs> us your ideas as well if you have uh, any, any thoughts. Um, but we definitely want to – I think we want to make it more uh, entertaining as well with the sound effects and people who are – less like us maybe you know like they don't do the same thing that we do yep and some of them too yeah yeah Yeah, we'll mix it up but yeah for sure the uh the quality is what really drives me crazy and uh yeah we'll get that fixed up otherwise yeah otherwise we're not going we're not we're coming back we're coming back we'll come back strong and uh yeah it's just uh it's good to take a break I think that's uh yeah i feel like i'm breaking up with someone right now sort of yeah i know i talk, i mentioned that to a couple of them like no no don't go yeah but you know i have a uh a whole homestead to uh to clear out mm. jobs to do vacations to take yep work to do so yeah it's gonna yep. be a it's gonna be a busy summer and before you know it'll be over and we'll be back but if you're brave enough, there's uh, 40 episodes up that you can go back and listen to. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't listened to them all, you can the, see the growth, the, yes. the, the progression, how how bad that we were, and how much Doug did talk about his wood, just burning wood constantly. <sighs> he was talking about how he burned oh. his wood. All right. So, um, well, I think that closes that section. I think we should probably get into the next one. In the future, then this would be a seamless transition. <laughs> Mailbag. Very nice. <laughs> I guess. I guess. We a, I guess. We need a button for that. Yeah, we do. We need a button that says mailbag in a way that doesn't yeah. make Doug fall asleep. All right. This is from Tom M. He says, great to see Alec in Makokota today. I hope you had a great time at Woodcarver's Congress. Alec, see if you can get Doug to pronounce the town correctly. Lakota. What? What did you say? say Lakota? Lakota? He says Lakota. He, um, but it's Makokota. Makokota. And I, and I wish I would have... He put that at the beginning of the email. Then I would have known not to say the word because then you could just hear me say it. But I think so he wanted just... me to show you the spelling of it and see if you could say it. So you blew it. Well, he blew it. Tom did. <laughs> so, because, you know, how am I supposed to, am I supposed to start from the bottom? Am I supposed to start from the bottom, you know? That's right. Yeah. Roger. Wrote, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Ruining everything for us, man. Yeah, in the future, we're not going to respond to Tom. That's another way we can make the podcast better. 
Uh, Roger says, hey, Alec and Doug. Thanks for spelling my name right, Roger. It's A-L-E-C. That's very nice. Um, I, be, I think every name tag I've ever gotten for a wood carving class is A-L-E-X, so it feels good. I just, oh, I feel better. Every time I post a picture of my carvings on Facebook, my friends all ask to buy them. My carvings are mostly tutorials by Doug. Also, I saw a lot of people submitting carvings to Woodcarvers Congress who are carving your carvings. All right. And because I know you, I look at them and, and they're like, they're like, yeah, I'd like to submit this as purely original, my own idea artwork category. And I'm looking at him like, that's Doug Linker's carving. You basically, he might as well have carved that for you. Anyway, if that's you, Roger, I'm just ki- I'm just kidding. I don't think it was you. Um, anyway, he says my carvings are mostly tutorials for Doug, uh, and he uh, who I always give credit for. So it wasn't him. Yeah, it wasn't Roger. And who and and who Doug gives credit for too? Tom Hines, Five Minute Wizard. I always want people to know it's not my version, but not mine. It it's my version, but not mine originally. My question is: It is in, is it in poor taste to sell Christmas ornaments and other carvings that are essentially tutorials, even if credit is given to the original artist? I've given away many carvings and really makes them happy to see. It makes me happy to see how much people enjoy them. Selling them though would keep me in the wood. If you get my drift, I get your drift. Uh, whatever your advice is, I'll follow it. Oops. Oh no! Wow, that's You're... commitment. Wow, is that it? Sorry. Uh, love the show. I watch one YouTube. Uh, I drive a milk truck. Oh, this is this is Roger with the milk truck in Toronto. Oh, Roger. thanks, Roger. We appreciate you, man. Uh, question was, uh, can he sell? Of course, he can sell. He can do whatever he wants to do. There, uh, it's yeah. still your work. You, yep. uh, you, you created something. I mean, yeah. It was a picking table plan, and you sold picking tables. What's the difference? I have no issue whatsoever with that. You just yeah. knock yourself out. Well, uh, see, uh, people, I, I don't think, I don't think I give a, the wrong message sometimes, but uh, the tutorials are for you. Yeah. Like once I post something on the internet, it's, it's out there. It's there. Yeah. And uh, it's it, they're yours to make. If right. you sell them, that's fine. Yeah. If you submit an article to Woodcarving Illustrated of your original design, that's my tutorial. Yeah. Then we'll we'll have an issue. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, no. Go for it. Of course, I want people to make the carvings that I give tutorials for. That's not uh, no problem. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, but if you guys try to make my carvings and sell them, I'll find you. <laughs> do what? I'll find where you live. <laughs> I will what are you come. Do? I will come over there, <laughs> and I will. I will look at you and I will say, good job. You did a good job yeah. on that one. There you go. <laughs> Tim says, uh, hi, Doug and Alec. There was a conversation in the most recent podcast with the excellent Ryan Olson, we agree, about carving faces That's always that always turn out looking like yourself. I like to use the study sticks to practice carving faces. No matter how hard I try, they always turn out looking very angry and cross. I was wondering if you think that may say more about me subconsciously projecting my inner state maybe or just my lack of skills i may just be so, angry no here's the thing i i did a lot of angry people too so let's talk about what what makes someone angry mm-hmm. deep deep eyes right people always think that i'm angry yeah just walking around day to day yeah but my eyes are set deeper 
Yeah. I think that's one thing. And yeah. eyebrows. Mm-hmm. If your eyebrows are are uh, are, are slanted at all, you look mm-hmm. angry. What else? Yeah. What else makes you angry? I don't know. I get the same thing. People constantly think that I look angry. Yep. I don't know why. Yep. And I never I never wear sunglasses. So I'm always squinting too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's true. It's squinting. Yeah. So there's a similar thing there. If you're squinting, it kind of looks like you're angry because you're pushing these two. Yeah. Oh God. Levitator something eyes, uh, forward and up. Right. And then you got this keystone that's all compressed above your bridge meeting your forehead. And then, yeah. And then you've got, your eyes are more squinted. You know, you've got a little bit more of, uh, your crow's feet are more prominent when you squint your eyes, you know? And another thing too is, uh, if you have a bearded man, the, the down mustache mm-hmm. makes you look angrier than the raised mustache. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a little, like a pretend you could twizzle your mustache. He, he's probably going to look happy. Alec is not listening to me anymore. He's making faces into the camera. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to be your visual demonstration. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to okay. annotate what you're saying. So you're saying when this goes down, his lines yeah. come in hard. It's like, you can't yeah. be happy like this, can you? Let's try it. Yeah. Why is this guy pulling up to my house? Just go like this. Yeah. So anyway, to your point, uh, Tim, no, it doesn't mean you're angry. It just means you've got your uh, your anatomy maybe a little bit tweaked. Uh, just move those eyebrows apart and cut cut a little bit out of here. Right. This is a way you can do it. If you got if you have two if you have this angle here, you know, cut a little bit out of this part. That'll kind of lighten him up a little bit and yeah. raise his eyebrows if you really want to make him less less. Angry. Yeah, raised arch, like raised angle, angry, raised arch, happy. Yeah, right, exactly. Cole says, morning, Doug and Alec. My name is Cole Col- Colin Bowen, and I invite you to call me Cole. I'm from hey, the Cole. southwest of England in the county of Somerset. I took up carving as a hobby after seeing Doug on YouTube several years ago. I'm improving with practice and time and have taken to setting my carvings into little buildings to setting my carvings into little buildings. The attached photo was taken on... Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. The the attached photo is is my take on an Australian gold miner on his outside toilet, which the Aussies call the Dunny. It has an Australian bird on the roof called a gala and a large, larger-than-life red-backed spider glued to the toilet wall. My carvings have attracted interest among my friends, and I was recently invited to take a class um, every two weeks as a charity gig helping people who have tr- had treatment for cancer. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. I teach groups of five people and use simple projects such as gnomes. Can I give a shout out to Tim and Becca Cracknell who run the charity with blessings for the great work that they do? Thanks Hello, to you both. Gibbon. Yeah, Tim and Becca Cracknell, you guys are the crack, man. Rock. You guys are awesome. You guys rock. That's a better one. Thanks to you both for inspiration. I don't think any of us could have predicted the positive impact you are having on a group of people who you are unlikely to ever meet. If you can ever visit the UK, please creep around for a cup of tea. Best wishes and many thanks. A spot of tea? Oh, just a touch of tea world now, won't you? So he made a great little little outhouse with a little door. And uh, I love this idea. I saw a, another one today too by uh, oh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Uh, she carves gnomes, and she did them in a in a box with a lid on end, just opening up to have a little little scene in a box. Oh, cool! And they had two little gnomes. Mm-hmm. Really cute. I mm-hmm. like the idea of adding something to your carvings. And, yeah, 
I like that he puts a little. He has a little. He has an old Swedish man looking guy in a in a in a little outhouse or a, yep. what does he call it? Yep. Dungy. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant spider right behind Ooh, his yes. head. You see that? That's fantastic. That's yeah. so cool. I love it. Very him. fun. Very, very fun. F- very funny. Anyway, nice call or call, whatever uh, you say. Jimmy Walker says, hello again. My birthday is in January. Usually I use this as an excuse. Happy belated birthday. Sorry we missed it. We apologize. Wish you would have let us know sooner. I usually use this as an excuse to buy, oh, 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 I almost said Canadian. Outdoor gear. Outdoor, outdoor gear. A new knife pack or a tent, but this year will be different. I saw a flyer for a Florida woodcarver's roundup in the part of Florida, in Northport, Florida, rather, in early February with Alec as one of the instructors. So, obviously, I'll be doing that this year. Alec, is there any specific thing I should plan to bring? Specific tools, my own bark, etc. Thanks, thanks again, guys. Jimmy. Well, that's cool, Jimmy. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I appreciate the reminder, too, that I'll be in Florida. Uh, I... Uh, I asked for that gig because I like I wanted to be somewhere warm in the cold. So I'm glad they gave it to me. I'm glad you're here. They gave it to me. What is it? Um, a class in Florida. I wanted to teach a, a, a yeah, class when, where it's warm. When is it? Uh, February, it looks like. Wow. February. So I think it's middle of February, but look it up. Go online, Google Florida wood carving Alec Lacasse, and maybe that'll come up if you want to take that class. Um, anyway, my uh, – my suggestion, and, and this is probably relevant to those who are listening who are carvers, so I'll make it short uh, because it's only relevant to them and no one else, but I like to use a nice wide scoop, like a number three, which is a semi-curved scoop. I like to use a big nine, like maybe a 15-9. I like to use a V-tool, maybe three mil or a quarter inch, something like that with a pretty narrow uh, V on it, like a shallower, like a 30 degree or a 25 degree. I like to use a skew instead of a knife or a skew or a hook knife if that's all you got. I like to use a small nine and an even smaller nine. So like a six millimeter nine and then like a really small, like three millimeter nine or an 11. And those are the tools. Those are the main ones. That is, I usually bring a few little bits, little tiny one millimeter veiners and little one, one millimeter V tools. But uh, yeah, those are, those are the tools that I like to use most often. So that answers that. Oh, and Chris Brown, the guy who, uh, who wanted my truck, um, messaged me back. Sorry, Chris, if you're listening, I'm going to send you pictures of my truck, and then maybe you can buy it if you want it, if the, ru- <laughs> if the rust doesn't offend you. My brother-in-law is looking at it now, though. I don't know. Uh, of course, I'll give you your first dibs, Chris, but future brother-in-law. Please contact use your, your personal business on your own time. <laughs> so anyway, I'm also um, selling a camera if anyone's interested. It's an yep, A7. Yep. Uh, this out. And uh, I've got some tools here that <laughs> swap shop with uh, Doug and Alec. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like basically like eBay, but more entertaining. Um, there used to be a radio program. I used to catch on, in, or at least here, and it was swap shop. And everybody would phone in and say, yeah, I've got an old door no. in my bathroom. And I like to have $10. And the guy would repeat, okay, well... Uh, Sandra has a door that fits her bathroom for $10 if you want to give her a call. It, it, and people would swap stuff. stuff and they'd be like, yep. well, I have an old laptop that doesn't turn on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the most Canadian sounding entertainment I've ever heard. Uh, that was AM radio, if you've That's, ever heard. Oh, I AM knew radio. it was. Yeah. Oh, I knew it was. Yeah. They wouldn't put that on FM radio. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a fun one today, and that's kind of kind of along the lines of what we've been talking about about craft and what is craft. Uh, but this is an interesting one. It's a YouTube video. It's made by a fellow Ontarian that is Little King Goods. He is a leather worker. So him alone is a is a real fun uh, YouTube channel that you can uh, learn some leather craft. <laughs> but he also has a sideline of uh, called Craft Life episodes where he interviews somebody. And I watched this latest one called The Brewmaster on Little King Goods YouTube channel. The video is called The Brewmaster. And it and this is fella in his his uh, story about how he became the brewmaster of this small little uh, brewery. And it was really, really interesting. I loved it. And, and I should say too, the video was so well done. Over there. Yeah. And it has a guy sitting in a chair like the I Am First type videos and he sits yeah. there. And uh, it's really it's very well done video. And it really uh, got me excited about what craft is. And like I said, he's a brewer, but that's craft to him. And so you said fantastic. it's wood, King Wood Big or little, Little, little king little king goods <laughs> okay i was so far off little king woods okay little king goods, goods. little king goods <laughs> all right uh that's cool we'll check him out for sure mine is it my turn it's mine is, mine is rose franzen maybe i picked her before actually i think i did but if i didn't this is this is my artist, and even if I did, this is my artist of the week. She is uh, my media. I every year I go to uh, to uh, Iowa. I get to uh, visit with her. I usually bother her. She has uh, one of those eye rings or like things on her galleried wall where you ring it, and then you're outside, and then they let you in. And she's always working and painting because she's uh, she's amazing. So she uh, usually we just we call, and I'm usually with other people who are more important than me, so they let them in, and uh, I always tag along. And this time around, I got to see some of her more recent paintings, and this is one of them. Uh, I it's a that painting? Was, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. Like and, a photograph. Oh, yeah, and at the, top, at the top, there are these negatives that she painted. You see the negatives? Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And if you stare at them for long enough, uh, you'll see yeah. them in the middle, like where, they're not, where there isn't any space. But then this is this is the other side. Uh, these there are three paintings here. I just took a picture of a couple uh, that I will be printing and selling uh, later. <laughs> so if you want any um, copies of this, they told right. me not to take pictures of one painting at a time because that would be copyright. So I took two, but I'm going to cut them up and yeah, so those will be available. I went with this guy. That's Fred Cogelo or Cogelo, as his name is actually pronounced. Yes. And so he was there. We got to hang out a little bit, and he's running for some sort of office. I can't remember uh, some sort of political thing. So, go check that out, Fred Cogelo. I don't know what he stands for exactly yet, but he's a good, good, uh, amazing, amazing carver. And I also got to meet uh, Marv Kaiserset when I was out there. Well, a lot of people would say that he is their mentor. He's an older fellow, then, is he? Yep. Yeah. So he does stuff like this. Wow. Yeah. So. He is, uh, yeah, that's Marv wow. Kaiser set. I met him, and he is, uh, he's real calm. He's real even keel. He's almost like the Joe Biden of wood carving, uh, in that he's very just sort of calm, 
he's there. He's kind of got a, he doesn't really have a smile like Joe Biden does quite the same smile, but he's got a very calm presence to him. He kind of talks at a quieter pace. And, uh, man, he is, uh, but he's an amazing carver though. If Joe Biden was good at wood carving, this would, no, probably not even, <laughs> you know, <laughs> similar. I don't want to dig a hole, but he is, he is. No, uh, sorry, audio, but it's amazing carving. Yeah. I'm just, amazing. uh, just amazed by him. So, and it was fun too. Cause I was honest with him. I've, I told him, you know, you, I know you're the hero guy for all of the caricature carvers I know. But sure. I personally would love a tour of your work if you could show me. And so he started showing me some of his stuff on that he was doing recently. And then I Google searched him later and I realized, oh my gosh, he is so good. He is so yeah. good. So yeah. that's it. Very fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, episode number 40. Is it close? And we look forward to coming back with episode number 41 in the fall and who knows we may just surprise you with little extra little videos at some point when we get together you think could be you never know you don't know so take your vitamins (laughs) take your vitamins please later